WildTalkRadio.com. Theme song! This is the Firefly Funhouse! And I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar. Hey guys, this is Renee Paquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree, and this is Nikki, and we're the Battle Twins. This is Christopher Daniels, and what I like to do on my office is listen to the rap, and now you are And it is awesome. Stratisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back, taking souls and digging holes. I'm going to break you, bitch, you hear me? You can love, but you can't touch. Ruthless <laughs> aggression. With your host. They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and shoot to back. I like puppets. Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin. My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. What the game is playing. Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie wowie. Welcome to The Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com, brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at YouTube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RackRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime gaming sub available, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down the bottom of the screen, and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also, you know, subscribe the regular way, follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. I am your host, Lindsay Ward. Joining me, as always, is the ever-faithful producer slash co-host slash handyman, Sir Rockin. We're here. We're live. We're doing a thing. The Falcons are losing. It's a Thursday night, so you know what that means. You tweet us at Wild Talk Radio at Rock Radio Show. Come to WildTalkRadio.com, RockRadioShow.com, or Twitch.tv slash Live to interact with us throughout the night. Hey... And I mean, what do you mean it's a Thursday night and they're losing? That's that's like any night that they're losing. I mean, you heard what I said. It's a Thursday night and they're losing. That is a factual statement. But you make it like it seems like that happens every Thursday night. It doesn't happen every Thursday night. It doesn't. It doesn't Sometimes to. they lose on Sundays. Okay. And Mondays. They are just a bad football team. Yes, they are. Well, they're the, they're actually a first place football team. No, 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 they are not. They are not deserving to be a foot first place football team. That's just no, uh, uh-uh. uh, no. They are four and five. They're about to be five and six. But because they're gonna lose to a two and seven Carolina Panthers. Do you know how bad you have to be? To lose to a two and seven Carolina Panthers. You have to be the Falcons. Yes, that is exactly it. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's kind of what they do. Go Falcons, go! I guess I don't know what to tell you. Pain, pain, being a Falcons fan. I understand. I this. mean, like, and what? Why must they hurt me like this? Because 
Why? What did I ever do to them? I don't I don't know what you've done to them, but you may have done things and I you know, what have you. Sitting here shaking my head. Get your shit together, you idiots. They're trying. They're thinking about trying eventually. Wait, where's Mariota? Why is it Mariota? Oh shit, did he's, Mariota get he's hurt? He's right there. He's the one who's he just handed the ball off. No, I thought that was a different guy. No, that was him. Okay. That was for him. a second. I th- for a second, I thought they had like replaced him. No, they didn't replace him. He's there. They, they they spoke out his name. Oh hey, look, they got a first down. Yay, they got a first down. Anyway, wrestling show, talking wrestling on the internet. Ding. So let's. Let's talk about what we're talking about tonight. We have news, we have notes, we have Crown Jewel, where we will be reviewing that show. And I guess we're doing the SmackDown Throwdown? No, well, there's nothing really. We can talk about Bray later. Yeah, we'll talk about Bray during the uh, Crown Jewel stuff. Yeah. So let's get into this presented by MBG Films, YouTube.com slash MBG1211. So this is a couple weeks in worth of news. Some of it's old because we didn't do news last week. Um, so starting off with WWE, um, we have a couple... Touchdown? But there's a flag? Of course there's a flag. Did they get, did they get a touchdown? Oh, they they scored the touchdown, then then the flag happened. Okay, hold on. I'm not, you're, you're in front of me. So a couple weeks worth of old news that we we were catching up on. We got to send some congratulations out to people, including the Shamus. He got married in a beautiful wedding in New York. It was so nice. It was lovely. And he had the most amazing groomsmen. He had Cesaro and Rusev and Drew McIntyre. Seth, I think, was there too. Seth was there, but I don't think he was in the wedding party. He had them all there, though. He had them all there. It seems like a good time was had by all. Oh, it's a it's a personal foul, so the touchdown stands good. But yeah, they had a beautiful wedding, so congratulations to Seamus as he is married. Especially off the market. Alright. It's also been a big week for returns and congratulations because uh, Emma made her surprise return to WWE and also Mia Yim has made her surprise return to WWE. The game is filling out the roster with his women, so... He's bringing his people back. So hopefully good things for both of them. We know, we obviously know why uh, Mia Yim left. She wasn't happy. Um, How do you miss that kick? Falcons. Like, how do you whip that Falcon, that hard? Falcons. It's what they do. God. Can we not... Can we not Atlanta this? They're going to a full-on Atlanta this. We already atlanta the the election. Can we not Atlanta this wow. as well? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we already atlanta the election. We did! We're going to a runoff. I think we're the only ones going to a runoff. Or is Arizona going to join us? I don't know, Brent. And Colorado, too. I think... Is Colorado going to join us as well, or does that one get called? I don't, the interns are legal, legal political analysts, I guess. He's just our analyst in general. But anyway, yes, let's let's not Atlanta this. But yes, um, so say, he's filling out. The- say, well, Arizona won't join. Called him out. He said something. So see, we Atlanta this, and they're putting the entire balance of the Senate on Georgia. Why would you do that? Why would you ever do that? We have a track record of doing things poorly in high pressure situations. Uh, Keith Lee is staying with AEW. Yeah, he's not moving. You're still working. Brent, we're going to gonna have an intervention one day. Time change. It was a time change, sir. We are going to fly to Arizona and we're going to make you go home. Delta's right and we are. But we'll stop and get tacos on the way because I want to have tacos. Anyway, um, so yeah, so Hunter is filling out his roster. Keith Lee is not moving as of yet. I think he's I, under yeah, a long-term deal with AEW, so he's not going to go anywhere, and, and Tony he, is not about to cut him. He's very happy where he's at. Yeah, so um, he's good. So Shinsuke Nakamura got to go through, or is going to get to go through the door that may or may not be forbidden, um, as he's being allowed to wrestle the Great Muda at Pro Wrestling Noah on January 1st. That should be, because it's Great Muda's last retirement run, so he gets to wrestle him on the way out. So that that's a pretty big deal. That's pretty cool. So he goes through the forbidden day. Oh my god. WWE and Will of Fortune team up for WWE Week during WrestleMania. Fans can appear on the show, at and you can register at wheelofortune.com slash WWE. That's pretty cool. You can, you can be able to team up with WWE superstars and appear on the show and win prizes. They're gonna fill some. It's gonna be filmed in like February, I believe, to air in uh, late March. 
So that's cool. Xavier Woods, Austin Creed was just on the on the on um, Wheel of Fortune the other week, and he had the time of his life. Oh my show. god, he had so much fun. He got them to sign a Sega uh, or Nintendo cartridge of the old Wheel of Fortune game. He was geeking out very hard about that. He's such a nerd. I love it. He is. It's so awesome. And, well, you know, what's not awesome is NXT talent cuts. Yeah, they cut some people from the the Performance Center. One of the biggest notable name was the one who was a part of Chase U. Um, Brody, I think his name was. Bodie. Bodie. Yeah. yeah um, he got cut. He was part of the act because he just wasn't improving. And that that's where we're at. You're going to see a lot of NXT talent cuts over every few months because that's what they do now. Um, you have to... You got like six months to show improvement. If you continue to show improvement, you stick around. If you don't show and make any improvements in those six months, you're out the door because the, the, it's going to be a very, very revolving door down in NXT right now. And and that's how it should be. That's it. They're treating it like a sport. Like, you come in, we'll see what you got. If you got something cool, we'll keep you around. If you don't, we're going to cut you loose. You can go and train somewhere else. And if you want to come back, come back. But that's how. That's where we're at at this point. And that, that's how you should handle developmental. If you don't show improvement, you shouldn't stick around. Agreed. Moving on from there, WWE series that's going to be focused on Bianca Belair and Montez Ford is coming to Hulu. They have also extended their Raw re-air rights deal with Hulu. That should so, go. That should go through um, 2024 for the the as a short-term extension to coincide with the major TV rights. Which is pretty cool all the way around. Yeah, and and Montez and Bianca getting a show. That's going to do, focus on their lives and training and stuff like that, which will air in 2023. So that, that's pretty cool. And that shows what they believe in both Bianca and Montez as stars. Oh, yeah, for sure. 100%. And it should be a lot of fun because Montez is, like, exceptionally high energy. So he should bring a lot to that show. And then, obviously, Bianca is the more calming influence in that relationship. But she's pretty freaking awesome as well. Yeah, she is. So there you go. WWE announced today... That three additional events will be at the Crypto.com, why is it called that, arena as part of WrestleMania week in Los Angeles. They will be on Friday, March 31st at for Friday Night Smackdown slash the 2023 Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Saturday, April 1st will be NXT Stand and Deliver. So that's back. Mm-hmm. And then on Monday, April 3rd, Monday Night Raw tickets or Monday Night Raw will be happening. Tickets for all three events go on sale Friday, November 18th at 10 a.m. Pacific time via AXS.com. Yeah, it's Crypto.com. It used to be the Staples Center. Crypto.com bought the rights to the, the, the naming. Well, then they definitely devalue because crypto is dropping like a rock. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, crypto cryptocurrency is uh, a thing. You, you should never buy into it. Yeah, it's we don't a- give adv- we don't give financial advice on this show, but I'm going to give you a piece of financial advice. Do not buy crypto. If you bought crypto, get your money out of crypto because it's tanking. It's a scamaz. It's d- just don't do the thing. It's a scam. It's a scamaz. Just, just like don't N- do the thing. Just like NFT. Don't buy NFT. Yeah, don't buy NFTs either. Please don't buy NFTs. It's they're they're literally a scam. You you'll be scamazed and no one wants to be scamazed. So yeah. And then last but certainly not least, at least on the news for WWE, Raw Triple X. Hey now. So jealous of who got to whoever got to make that logo. Um aka Raw thirty is announced for January twenty third in Philly. Hey now. You wanna talk about extreme? Philly's your place. Hey, no. Can we get Gritty back? Because that was like the best crossover ever. I don't, do you really want to see Gritty Triple X? I've seen Gritty Triple X. He gets naked on the internet all the time. There you go. Like the man, the the the. I don't even know if he's a man. What uh, the furry? <laughs> the floof. The furry. How would you though. describe Gritty? The floof walks around naked more often than than not. Like just pants are completely optional with that one. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they should at least figure out how to get Gritty to do a top rope dive. That should happen at some point. Let's not and say we did. Why? It would be amazing. Gritty goes through a table. Like, Gritty puts somebody through a table. That would be that would be epic. It would be perfectly Philly. <gasps> he could put Santa through a table. <laughs> <sighs> it's so much fun sometimes. 
Anyway, when your football team is shit, this is what you do. Because the Panthers just scored. And 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 the dude is climbing into the crowd. There's so much gratuitous ass slopping going on right now. I don't even know. Moving on to AEW, MJF has joined the, the cast of the Iron Claw, which is the Von Erich movie. So congratulations to him. That's pretty freaking huge. Big deal for him. Hope he does well. And then Taryn Terrell <laughs> has decided to retire. <laughs> Hold on. Panthers missed the extra point, too. Must be wind. It's got to be the wind. It's got to be the storm that's, like, tilting the ball. Yeah. That's the only thing I figure is it must be windy. No, it's really not. I just saw the flags on the top of the thing. It's just people can't aim. Okay, so let's do the blame brand. Uh, let's dive deep into the injury roundup. Bones breaking. Backs cracking. Shoulders snapping. It's this week's injury roundup. So Natalia injured her nose. She broke it and had to have it reset. She tweeted out a picture of her nose post setting on the Twitters. Hashtag blame Brent. No word on how long she will be out for, but it won't. It should be like six weeks. If that. If that. Logan Paul may be out for considerably longer uh, as he has injured his knee. It was originally believed to be an MCL, but it might be ACL or has it been confirmed what it is yet? Has not been confirmed what it is, but it's a knee injury for Logan Paul. Hashtag blame Brent. Uh, It did happen in Crown Jewel. We'll talk about it when we get to his match in Crown Jewel. But he did complete the match, and he has, I think, everybody's respect, at least for that. R-Truth injured his quad. He did a flip dive over the top rope on NXT a couple weeks ago, and it was a result of a torn quad. Hashtag blame Brent. That sucks. That does suck. So we kind of talked over it. Um, Those are the blame Brents. Uh, Taryn Terrell is officially hanging up her boots. Uh, She was... She got her start in WWE. She made it big in Impact with a mm-hmm. feud with Gail Kim. And she's been running it back in the NWA for the last year or so. So she's decided to hang it up for good this time. So there you go. She was, you know, she was pretty decent. I mean, congratulations to her. She's had a good career. I hope she's had fun and enjoyed it. And now she's ready to move on. Mm-hmm. So good on, good on her. Yeah. So with that, I say we take our first and only break of the evening. And when we come back, we will be talking all about Crown Jewel. You don't want to miss it. Just listen to the rack right here on WildSuckRadio.com, and we'll be right back. Are you following us on twitch.tv slash WTR live? Do you have Amazon Prime? If so, you can link it to your Twitch account and subscribe to our Twitch channel for free with Twitch Prime. It's the easiest way to help support us for free. Every Monday night, once Monday Night Raw ends, the Raw Post Show goes live. You want to hear a story? Get the hell yeah! Join Lindsay and Sir Rockin' as they give their opinions on what they liked, what? what they didn't like, what? and what left them completely confused. What? It's the Raw Post Show, what? Monday nights, what? 11 p.m. Eastern, what? live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. And that's the bottom line! Go, 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 Like what you hear? Subscribe to The Rack on Apple Podcasts. Just search for The Rack Radio Show. And while you're there, leave us a review and tell us your thoughts on your favorite show on a Thursday night. What is the greatest of all time? Saturday nights. We decide from sports, video games, movies, and even the X-rated. You help us decide what is the greatest of all time. It is the great and great debate, a part of your Saturday night. Event. 
Cebu Radio. Saturday night, midnight to Houston. On the Wild Talk Radio Network. Did you know you can use Creator Code Rock and Sock in the Fortnite item shop? That's R-O-C-K-N-S-O-C-K in the Fortnite item shop. Hashtag ad because we are a hashtag epic partner. WWE superstar Drew McIntyre, and you are listening to the Rap Radio Show on Wild Talk Radio. WildTalkRadio.com, brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at youtube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RockRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down the bottom of the screen, and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way. Follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. And with that, we are jumping into WWE Crown Jewel, which aired this past Saturday on the Peacocks in the U.S. and the WWE Networks everywhere else. This was a tremendous show from top to bottom. I think everybody had a lot of fun with it. It was a very enjoyable show. Uh, to answer chat, uh, the 24-7 title is retired. Yes, it was trashed. It was trashed on Monday. It's retired. It like did they make it official? It is retired. Yes. Okay. It is. Yeah, it, it is on dot com retired. It it had a good run. Mm-hmm. And but it was time for it to go bye bye. And they can always bring it back. Yes. But it's it was to the point where it was like there wasn't really anything else you could do with it. Like you'd done a bunch of shenanigans with it, and it was basically the placeholder for if you didn't have anything for anybody else. So it was like okay, right? We just have the twenty four seven title, and that's that. So it's good that they got rid of it because what else can you do with it? You know? Yeah. Other than have people chasing each other around. Although I would be curious to know how many times it actually changed hands and if it holds the record for the most times it changed hands. Our truth was like 53 time or something like that 24-7 champion. It, it was ridiculous. It, it was a lot. I know there was probably over 100 something. In turn, look it up. You might have left to go home. You didn't leave to go home. He's right there. What do you mean he's right there? You see him in chat. He's right there. He's talking. Is he? Yes. Brent, say something so we know you're still here. Because like I said, he could have left as we wait for the delay. Anyway, moving on to Crown Jewel as we wait for Brent to reply. So, where do you want to start? The beginning? Start at the beginning. Okay. So this show opened with Brock Lesnar, because he probably wanted to get the F out of there, defeating Bobby Lashley. In, in, a, in a weird way. Yeah, this was this was strange. Like, it wasn't a bad match. It was just a weird match like bobby lashley whooped his ass for like six minutes like he whooped his ass which is surprising because it's usually brock lesnar whooping somebody's ass right it kind of wonder, i i'm kind of wondering what they're doing with brock because the last few times like he's lost a lot in the last year he lost at SummerSlam. he's lost a bunch to roman he won this match but he didn't look like brock lesnar and he hasn't looked like Brock Lesnar in a while. Babyface Brock is kind of getting whooped upon a little bit. Which is weird. It's weird to say, but... But I think after doing so much whooping, one must, you know, be whooped. He's if that just, makes sense. He's just showing his age a little bit. And that's fine. He's he's vulnerable now, which is which is a sign of weakness and all that stuff. Um, yeah, I, I, just, I don't know. It was, I don't know, it was, it was weird to see... 
Like, even the finish was awkward where he was trying to springboard off the, the turnbuckle for the pin. Like, oh, he pushed down with all his weight. It's like, you understand that part? But it, you're used to them flipping over, and God knows Brock won't flip over. Um, so, here we are. I don't know. There, it was basically to set up another match, um, which could be as early as Survivor Series, but I would assume it's going to be the Royal Rumble or, or Chamber or something. Maybe Chamber, but you guys kind of want them in the Rumble match itself. Um, so yeah, Brock out of the wind, then got his ass whooped afterwards, too. Yeah, he did. Like, this was just really kind of, like, weird, how this happened and how they did this and, and all the things. Like, it was very, very, very strange. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it could be that you're setting Brock up for a heel turn, like you said, or it could be that... Uh, Lashley's the heel turn. But, I mean, at some point you set Brock to go back up to being the, the conqueror, right? Because the dream, t- I mean, and this could be part of it too, is, right, they teased the whole breakup with Paul Heyman. But mm-hmm. what made Brock, what Brock's strength was could be Paul Heyman, right? And Brock could want Paul back. That's entirely possible. It is entirely possible at some point, yeah. We'll see. So, or he could be retiring. Like, I think it depends because Brock is Brock and he's doing his thing right now and a large... Basically, a large portion of the deal with Brock was Vince, and could um, could Brock potentially be on his way out? It's quite possible, because I think his deal was through this coming mania, so we'll see. We'll see. Oh, according to the intern, 196 recognized title changes. R-Truth has 53 recognized reigns. Wow. Now, Brent, does that hold the most? Does it beat the hardcore title? That's the next step. Does it beat the hardcore title and title changes? He'll answer us at some point. Anyway. Yes. He will answer us at some point. So moving on. And this was, to me, this wasn't the best way to open a show, by the way. Um, I feel like the women's match that followed this could have opened and it would have been fine. But for what it was, it was fine. But I'm sure, the way, like I said, the reason why Brock went on first is because Brock probably wanted to leave. So it's you put him on first. He can go to the airport. He can leave. Are you agreeing with Tim? I am agreeing with Tim. Like, I think Tim... Tim was right. Like you should, to me, you should start a show with how you intend to go on. And I feel like there was a lot of there were stronger matches on this card that turned out to be really, really, really good that could have basically taken over for Brock and Bobby. And you could have put Brock and Bobby somewhere else. Like I understand it's Brock versus Bobby Lashley. It's a big deal. It's a marquee match. But to me, it's like this was. It was six minutes. It was. Literally the shortest match on the card. Like, Braun and Omos went longer than these two. And... Oh, God. So, like, you could have put something else on and just kind of slotted this in somewhere else, and it would have been fine. But it is what it is. Like, I don't think it it hurt the show by going on first. Like, it just... It was an odd choice for me to start with. Like, I, it didn't impact my overall opinion of the show. Mm-hmm. It was just something that, like, you saw it, and it was a little forgettable, and then you just moved on. What wasn't forgettable... We had damage control Dakota Sky, or excuse me, Dakota Kai and EO Sky. There we go. Taking on Alexa Bliss and Asuka. This was for the Women's Tag Team Championships. And we had a little, we had a little thing that we have to talk about. But first, Hardcore Town, 240 total title changes recognized. Raven had the most reigns at 27, Crash Holly at 22. Okay. So the other thing, go. So... Alexa and Oscar backstage, they're giving an interview, and as they're giving their interview, a little thing pops up on the screen behind them in the form of Bray Wyatt's symbol, the moth with the skull. Alexa kind of stares at it while Oscar continues talking, and there was much rejoicing because everybody's been waiting for that to kind of happen. We've all been very, very, very excited for it. Um, this is the first time I believe that Bray and Alexa have been in a building together. It was, and it was the first time any of that was ever acknowledged. Yes, since the return. Um, so people have been kind of like waiting for that to happen and wondering if it is going to happen. Um, she's kind of been, because she's kind of was teetering a little bit before the return, and then she went away when he came back, and now they're both in the same they're both there at the same time so it's like when are they going to do the thing are they going to do the thing are they going to acknowledge the the whole deal that happened between them at wrestlemania when that was the final time that they were together where she turned on him mm-hmm. is any of that going to be acknowledged and the answer is yes yes it is the the connection between the two will be acknowledged it has been 
Could we be building to something more? I don't know. We have to talk about it. We will get to it. Um, because Bray did make his presence felt on the show, but this was a nice little touch where you had Alexa, who I think was actually holding Lily. Um, was she? I don't think she was. No, Lily, I think, was there. I think she had Lily. No, I don't think so. I don't think we've seen Lily. Anyway, the, the, the point I wanted to make was people think that he's secreting revenge on her, right? He could be. What if it's the, 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 the symbols are him searching for her help? I would need to see how they set that up, it's, it's, to be honest. Yeah, I, I get that. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Oh, I know you're throwing it out there. It's a good thought. But to me, it's like, because there, because she betrayed him, right? And there's the whole, basically, she took the fiend away. Mm-hmm. She locked the fiend away. And he never came back. Like, they, they have acknowledged that. That he was, the fiend was sent away. Because Bray said it in a promo. Or some, like something happened to the fiend. And Alexa is responsible for that. And then on top of it, she took the gimmick. Not intentionally. Not in real life, but basically when Bray got fired, Alexa got the gimmick. Mm-hmm. And Alexa ran with it, you know, because that's what she was told to do. So now you have Bray back and you have to, you have to basically do something. You have to say something because it's too noticeable to forget, right? Yeah. Where she, you know, basically she she directly cost him his revenge on Randy Orton. And we know that the story that they're telling with Bray... Fuck it, let's just talk about Bray. Um, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's just fucking talk about it. Just do it all at once. So we know that Bray has come back as just being a dude, a guy. But he has these voices in his head. They talk to him. They counsel him. No. Because um, right, they were part of... He was part of the family. Anyway. <laughs> not arguing that with you tonight. I'm not getting sidetracked. Um. Anyway, so... He has these voices that are talking to him. And on one side, he's trying to stay on the path of righteousness. He's trying to stay on this path that he's come towards in the past year where it's, I'm going to walk the straight and narrow. I'm going to be a good person. I'm not going to fall into being that monster that I force myself to be here. Except you have the manifestation at this point, Uncle Howdy, mm-hmm. talking to Bray. And in the segment that Bray cut, which it's it's just a fucking shame he wasn't over at this show, by the way. Oh, God, was he ever over. Like, if you need a definition of a crowd eating out of a wrestler's hand, go watch Bray Wyatt's promo from the show. Like, he would open his mouth and they would, you know, he was trying to be like, no one, lo- no one loves me, and then they, we love you, Bray. Like, I, I give him full credit and full props for getting through that, because they were just... They were into anything he said. Anything and everything he said. They were chanting for him. They were adoring him. They were chanting for him when he walked out. Like, there was a, what, like a five-minute ovation or something like that for him? Something like that, yeah. When he walked out. Like, before he was ever even to talk. Like, they were, I think they were chanting, welcome back. It was hard to tell. They were chanting, welcome back, yeah. Because it was kind of out of sorts. But, yeah, like, they were absolutely thrilled to see bray and have him there and like basically you have he cuts the promo and he talks about like he said nobody loves him you know he he doesn't love himself you know he was turned into a monster he actually acknowledged his family history which is huge that he's a third generation wrestler that he comes from a wrestling family yeah i don't think he said third generation but he mentioned he's from some wrestling family which, but which is a tie, which is a new wrinkle into the story. Where, because that's never been acknowledged in the past. Nope. So it's cool that that got put in, but then you have the the spirit of Uncle Howdy appear on the screen with a bunch of other images and stuff mixed in, and people have broken it down and analyzed it. And there is a girl who's kind of a mix of Harley Quinn and the Saw Doll, <laughs> which is apparently a stock photo, according to people. Not, not an actual person. Well, I'm sure it's an actual person. But you know what I mean. Not, not in, yeah. in WWE sense. But it's it's a girl who resembles Alexa. I also saw a represent looks like her sister. Or his sister. Could be. I actually thought it might be one of his daughters. Because it's not an adult. It's like a child or a teen. Maybe. Or she's not an adult. She's a child or a teen. But anyway, there's a picture of a, a girl in there um and you have uncle howdy telling bray give in just give in stop what you're doing just give in 
We all know you're lying to yourself. We all know what's going to happen. Just do it. Yeah. Implying that let the monster out, take your revenge. You know, you want to do the thing. Yeah. And there was a really nice touch on SmackDown where he was cutting the promo with um, backstage and he gets interrupted. And this poor crew member that got paid to stand there as Bray Wyatt basically threatened to harm him, which is awful. But he's cutting the promo and he's like he starts sort of clawing at his face. Mm-hmm. almost as if he's trying to take off a mask like that was a really really nice touch but yeah so you had that moment between bray and alexa where that was acknowledged you had bray do a really nice promo it came right before the main event of the show he was over like gangbusters it just everybody was just into what he was doing everybody so i thought this was really good and and we get another wrinkle to the story it's continuing and i like that again they are taking their time with this we're getting more facts he's He's we're very slowly starting to begin to build to something. God damn it. You don't push him into the end zone. That's not what you do. Anyway, moving on. I'm just going to turn this off. There's no point in watching this anymore. Atlanta's going to lose to the Panthers and I'm going to go cry. So anyway, but yeah, the brace stuff was really, really good. I, and I think everybody appreciated the nice touch. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good segment. But the match between the ladies was really good. Oscar was completely over with this crowd. Alexa was over with this crowd. They awful women busted their ass in this one and put on a banger. Like this was really, really, really fantastically good. Yeah, it was a very enjoyable match. Oscar, uh, like Oscar was over, like, yeah. Uh, give me more. I need to see an Oscar EO match. 20 minutes on a premium live event or a main event or all and just let them go. Yeah. Yeah. Same, I agree with, with, that. Uh, same with EO and uh, EO and Alexa. Give me that. And I was not saying anything about the crowd. I want to see those matches too, but I, I, those are things I want to see. Yeah. Give us EO and Oscar. Just, just do, just do that. Please. Just, just make it be a thing. Okay. Thanks. Bye. But yeah, this, this match was fantastic. I enjoyed the hell out of it. You had, uh, Nikki Cross interfere, which actually cost Asuka and Alexa the titles, which is a very clever way to sort of get those back on damage control, get them a little bit more, me- more momentum, uh, cause they do need it. And, you know, just kind of move everything forward between the feud or the feud with, uh, Alexa and Nikki Cross. It's growing, mm-hmm. which is again, another really nice touch because you have Nikki Cross going back to being Nikki Cross, who's insane. And as we know, um, Alexa sort of redeemed Nikki Cross when she basically was the lone surviving member of sanity that was left. And they became friends. And then as Nikki became more and more normal, Bray Wyatt adopted Alexa who then went to her dark side and Nikki could not save Alexa. So much tie-in right there. So much tie-in. There's some really, really, really good storytelling going on right now. And I appreciate it wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. References. All the references. Um, Indeed. But yeah. So your tag titles change hands. They go back to EO and Dakota. Nothing wrong with it. I, I titled back and forth title changes. Not a, not a bad idea. Mm-mm. Especially in that division. Especially in that division. Especially when you're trying to just keep things interesting. Title changes for for the secondary championships are never a bad thing. Nope. Moving on, we had Drew McIntyre taking on Karrion Cross with Scarlet in a steel cage match. This was physical. It was physical. It's better than I thought it was going to be. So, they did on the, on the pre-show, they were talking about how... There's no way that this match is going to end by someone escaping the cage. Yeah, that was a little stupid. And then the match ended with someone trying to escape the cage. I, I see why they did the finish the way they did. It's Carly getting involved. They, she makes a couple people. She tried to stop Drew at some points. And I like how they were blaming, like, Scarlet. Like, she caught, she, if she didn't, you know, lock the cage. Carrie would have got out faster. It's like, no, Carrie would have got out the same slow rate he did. Whether the door was unlocked or not, he was still crawling as she was unlocking it. Um, it so it really didn't matter in that sense. I just, the timing Kate part, like, I don't know. I understand the finish. I just, it's, this finish is tiresome. Like, we need more creative cage match finishes. And if, 
I understand they didn't want to go for the pinfall. They they're trying to avoid that. Like they that they would been with the in the previous match with the strap match. Um where they were they, they did cheap finish for that one. I don't know. I feel like this is, at some point needs a pinfall to end the feud, which is now one and one, which we'll get. But yeah, I don't know. I thought they could have done something different for the finish. I would agree. I mean, I, my one complaint about cage matches is this this finish. I hate this finish. I think it is a crap finish. It's a bitch finish. I'll just be completely honest. Because it doesn't resolve anything. It's just, oh, hey, I'm going to climb out of the cage and escape, which is a great heel tactic when it's used properly. But it's almost, like Rock said, it's almost overused. And sometimes you really just want it to end in the cage. You really want somebody to get a pinfall or a submission in the cage. Unless the stipulation is the escape, which sometimes they do do. But sometimes you really just want to see a definitive, clear winner. Especially in this view, because I feel like... I don't know if they're going to try and go for another match. I would kind of hope that they don't at this point, but you kind of almost want to say a definitive winner between the two. Like it's good that they gave Drew the win. He did pick up the victory, but it's also kind of sort of like you want to see that definitive pinfall. You want to see, especially with all the things that they've done to heat this feud up where you had Drew like try to run carrying over with a car and there was a car accident. And there was all kinds of other stuff that was going on where it's been very aggressive um, you kind of want to see that that very clear yes, this is this is it kind of thing. And so far we haven't gotten it, and I kind of would like to get it at some point. But Drew picked up the win. He celebrated with the fans. He had a good time. Scarlet and uh, Carrion scuttered off in defeat. Scarlet looked amazing um, in her outfit. I don't even know how to describe it other than she was a latex mommy. Um, there were two of them on the show. But she looked really good. She had like a little peplum situation going on. It was really nice. Yeah. So moving on, we had the Judgment Day with your other latex leather mommy. Um, Finn Balor, Damian Priest, and Dominic Mysterio. Dominic's. Accompanied by Rhea. Uh-huh. What are you laughing at? Nothing. What? Nothing. Continue. What? Continue. What? What was so funny? Just, just continue on. Defeated the OC, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson um, via pinfall. Rhea, we did have the Rhea factor, but she she mostly stayed out of it till the end. She did. She had her um, best Rhea, uh, Beth, Beth, her best Beth Phoenix um, look going on, too. I'm not going to lie. I liked it. I thought I liked the hair. I really liked the hair. I thought the hair was cool. It's a nice touch. That match was okay. Watching Gallows run is... Oh, it's painful. It's, it's so painful. His, his, his legs don't bend. <laughs> he runs, but his legs don't bend. The match was okay. It wasn't great. It was, it was, it was fine. But but uh, her attacking AJ was a nice finish. It was. It was a very good finish. And they seem to have maybe found a ally in Mia Yim to neutralize the Rhea Ripley. Which is always good. You need you need somebody, and me as a big enough name coming back that that it works. It makes sense. It made sense. So we'll see what the medium factors we saw at Raw will will house now play play into it. I thought this was a good way to establish. Hey, they still have the numbers, and then come Raw, you got the you got the X factor. Yeah. Okay. Let's just talk about it. Braun Strowman, Omos. This was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. This was actually kind of decent. What match did you watch? This was awful. I'm trying to be nice. It was awful. They threw each other around. This was bad. It was about five minutes too long. It was bad. Not good. Braun won. He slammed him. It... I don't know. It... Braun looked small compared to Omos, which, you know, was, was an interesting turn of events. I just... I don't care for this type of match right now. I just... Especially with the, these talents, I just... It was hard to get into. It wasn't very good. Braun got his win. You see where you go with Omos next, but it... I don't know. It was... It wasn't great. That, that, that's all I gotta say. Man. It wasn't great. I think I think Omos just maybe needs to de- be developed more, and I don't know if they're going to develop him more. Like, I feel like the potential is there in Omos. The problem is, is that basically they are they're leaning really, really heavily on the fact that he's a big, strong guy, right? And they're not. And we talked about this in the preview that they're not doing anything to develop any kind of character for him, other than it's almost Smash. 
right? And in the WWE, especially in the direction that they're going, you can't really hide behind that kind of stuff anymore. Yeah. Everybody has to be able to step up. Everybody has to be able to perform. Everybody else, everybody has to be able to portray a character because that's what's happening in this company is the people that are getting over the people that are shining are the people that are able to bring a character to life and make you believe it. Mm -hmm. Like if you look at that and you see that that's exactly what's been going on. And so for Omos, he's being left a little bit behind because he's leaning on a character that is not getting across as well. Like in the Vince era, he would be a big star, right? Cause he's, he's almost, he's a big dude. He can beat up on people, but now it's like, okay, there's only one other big guy in the company. That's Braun Strowman. And then what do you do? You've already had the match. So now what do you do? Do you go back to the drawing board with him? Like, I just, I feel like, I feel like Omos could be a great asset for them. I think he already is, but I think they just need to do more to help him develop a character to help him get over more. Cause otherwise he's always going to be stuck basically in the big show role, yeah. which is when you need a big dude to smash somebody, you haul out the big show. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, and Omos is better than that. So it's like, give him something to do. Let him, let him do more. Like, I think they have him in the right place as a heel. Like, it's good as, as a heel, but it just, I he, mean. Just, he needs to be a bodyguard. That's what he needs to be. Yeah. It's like when he was with AJ, it was really good. Because he was the bodyguard, basically. And that's, that's his role. He should not wrestle. He should be a bodyguard who throws people around a little bit. And there's nothing wrong with that role. That, uh-uh. But that would fit him better than having him being, you know, the the wrestler of the, the, the group. Yeah. He needs to be the heavy. Yeah. Braun Strowman defeated almost, by the way, by pinfall. Yay! Running as a power slam. Woot. Up next, we had the Usos, Jimmy and Jay, taking on the Brawling Brutes, Ridge Holland and Peter Dune, aka but, Butch. This was good. This was fantastic. I enjoyed this. This was fun. This was a lot of fun. I wouldn't mind seeing it again. Like, yeah. I know we've already had it a couple times, but this this was fun. It was an enjoyable match. Um, I liked the finish. The, it was created with the 1D off the top rope. Mm-hmm. I thought they 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 executed that very well. It was creative. Oh, that was good. I I enjoyed it. They they had chemistry, not surprising. And the right team won. Yep, you had the Usos retain their titles, which nobody was surprised by. But I would hope that at some point they give the Brawling Brutes a shot, like give them the titles. But yeah, the the Usos. I don't think anybody was surprised that they were going to retain. I think once you get past the longevity reign. You're going to see more title changes to established teams like the Brawling Brutes will get a chance to hold the belts, whether it's for a month or two, once they figure out whatever the end goal is. Because tomorrow, on SmackDown, is the big match. It's New Day versus the Usos. They found the loophole, apparently, to get the New Day one more shot, because it was that day one, hold up your finger, and guess because it's canceled, that they lost their opportunities um at the Usos. So now they get one more shot, because they have to defend the record against the titles. And, um... We'll see if they can. That that's a big money match tomorrow. I think the Usos keep it, but I I don't. It depends on who Hunter likes more, New Day or or the Usos. At this point, will he let the Usos break that record? Well, I mean, you also have the Sammy factor. You have a bunch of other stuff that could play into this as well. Oh yeah, I'm just I'm just saying who was. It's more who does he want to have the record and. We'll see. We'll see tomorrow night. Excuse me. We will, in fact, see. Hey, the, the Falcon scored. It's it's a one score game now. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> with how much time left? <laughs> they missed another extra point. <laughs> oh. He made seventy one in a row, and now, uh, yep, down to seven point game with three minutes to go. Ding. Anyway, moving on in a last woman standing match for the Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Belair took on Bailey. And I'm going to be completely honest, this was the wrong step for this show. It was the wrong step for this show, but they made it work. They were creative. I will give them that. They tried their damnedest to be creative with different weapons and stuff. I I will be right there with you. They I will give credit where credit is due. They did get creative as we predicted. There was a specified level of violence. There was not all up, all in. Um, they were very, very strategic in how they did things and how they tried to, you know, basically keep each other down. We had Bianca get locked in a box at one point. Okay, they- that was fantastic. The box locking and the, the and the, the steel steps where she was trapped in the steps and then she kept hitting her and knocking her down and had to get back up. That was a, that was really clever. It was clever, but my only issue with that was she could crawl out. 
Like, she could crawl around the steps and crawl out. She like, could've. same thing with the box. Like, the box, I'm sitting here and I'm watching it, and I'm like, Bailey, sit on it! <laughs> sit on the box! Or she's gonna get out of the box, because it's like, it's not locked, it's just closed. So it's like, she could just open that. She could, but it was very clever how they did it. Oh, it was very clever, but there was like, there were these little loopholes, and you're sitting there, and you're like, no! Do the thing! Lock it! Lock it or crawl out or whatever. But yeah, there was a golf cart that got involved at one point, and that's where it kind of like they lost me a little bit. Because I just saw that golf cart come out, and I was like, oh no. It didn't go fast enough for the spots they were trying to do. No, it didn't. Like, it couldn't get the traction it needed because it's like, it's kind of like um, the Austin Powers with the steamroller mm-hmm. where they're going like literally one mile an hour, and the guy is like standing there and he's like, no! Stop! And he's just standing there holding out his hand until the, you know, and he doesn't move until they roll over him. It was that. It was like she could move. Like she could so move. It's so easy. So it was like that kind of took me out of it a little bit. But the finish on this was really very clever with the ladder. It was. Who was it who went through the table that did just split sideways? That was, that was vicious. That was vicious. I think it was, was it Bailey? I think it was Bailey, yeah. Um, Oh, that was, but the finish, yeah, she was trapped in the ladder. I thought that was clever. It's a different way to do it. Bianca trapped her and then slid her underneath the turnbuckle. I thought it was clever. Bianca retained it. I was surprised she retained. I think I, a lot of people were surprised she retained. But, I, I, again, they haven't done a pinfall in this scenario either. If you is, had to have Bailey lose, I suppose this is the way to do it, like where she loses and she's not being she doesn't pinned. get pinned. Yeah, and... Right, but again, this feud needs to end with a pinfall. Like, Bailey got a pinfall thanks to Nikki's help on Raw a couple weeks ago. But it's like, this feud, need, when the title's on the line, needs to end in pinfall one way or the other to, f- to fully resolve it whenever they end up doing that. Well, I feel like, for me, it's it's kind of the live situation where it's... You're building Bailey up and you're building, building Bailey up and you're building her up, right? And I know not every feud somebody's going to win the title, right? Eventually, Bianca has to send away some challengers where she doesn't where she doesn't lose the title. So it's like, Bailey's bet is going to fail. Yeah. But Bailey is returning. Bailey is your hot star that's coming back. Bianca's had the title since WrestleMania. And Bailey's probably the strongest ta- challenger to date that you've put against Bianca. And you keep building her up. She's in this group. The group's kind of sort of just there. You have a lot of moving parts, and so they were really primed to potentially do something, especially historic in the sense of having the title change hands in Saudi Arabia. Because, again, I don't think that's happened yet. So you could have that moment between Bailey and Bianca where they're they're already doing, a, I think, a historic match because they've never had two women do a last woman standing match before. In Saudi Arabia. So they're already making history, and then you could add to it by having the title change hands, but it's like... Yeah, it was the first stipulation, women's stipulation match in Saudi Arabia. There you go. So you have that, and you just... I feel like the moment was there. Like, you could have done the thing, and it would have been fine. But it's okay that you didn't. It's just, where do you go from here with Bailey? Like, obviously, you're going to War Games. You're going to Survivor Series. Bailey is building on her team. They have picked up Nikki Cross... We'll see if they pick up another because they're doing it's Bianca versus Bailey's team um, at Survivor Series five in the five on five. Yep. So Bianca's got to find people. Bailey's got to find people. So we'll see how it goes. But like, it's just it, the moment was there and they didn't take it. And so it's like, OK, so I'm trying to stay with you on the story, but I don't know where you're going with the story. I'm just a little confused on what you're doing with Bailey right now. Yeah. Like you put the title back on damage control in terms of the tag titles. So what's going on with Bailey? But this was a good match. It was, it was fun. It was, it was really good. I just, I kind of, it was the wrong, it was the wrong stipulation for this particular show because it was in Saudi Arabia and they could not go excessively violent. Like I said, it was a very specified level of violence. You saw the line, they got creative, but you could see the handcuffs. You could see them on them where it's like, you could only do so much. By the way, shout out to the kid in the front row that tried to grab the, the kendo stick. Yeah. Because they like, at the beginning of the match, like they were trying to hit each other with a kendo stick and they kept missing. And then it like bounced off the turnbuckle as I hit my mic. It bounced off the turnbuckle and actually landed on one of the barricades. And a kid like ran up and tried to grab it. And the security guard was like, no, no, cannot do the thing. But yes, Bianca retains and Bailey is sent packing. And in your main event of this show, with Paul Heyman, you have Roman Reigns taking on 
Logan Paul. For the Undisputed Unified WWE uh, Universal Championship. The UU Championship. This yeah, was good. This was excellent. This was really good. This was excellent. I I will give full respect to Logan Paul. He went out there and he busted his ass in this match. He made Roman look good. Roman made him look good. He was over. He looked like a star. Like, this was just, this was really, really well done. He, it had every element of a really good match. You had situations where the baby face was in peril and he had to make comebacks, which he did. You had the healed champion dominate for a while where he didn't, re- where he was like, oh, I'm just going to toss him around. He's like, oh, he's still, he's able to do some stuff. Okay, I see where he's at now. And then he started taking it more serious as the match went on. Um, the one comeback spot, he did the Sean. Logan Paul did the Sean. He did, there was a spot where both men were down, and he did the Sean nip up. And then it led to, eventually, him tuning up the band to attempt sweet chin music. Like, that was, that was great. Logan Paul showed how athletic he was. He hit the hanger, the hangman, the buckshot, better than a punker. Almost as good as a, as a hangman. Even maybe in some cases better than a hangman, depending on 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 the day. Um, like, which which the internet love, by the way, him doing the buckshot. Um. Oh God, there was there was so much. So much. Um. Then him doing the table spot with the cell phone. One that is so creative, so so creative. He got all the viral numbers. It did everything that was supposed to do, and then some. That was a big moment. It, it popped off on the talk ticks and, and the and the Twitters. It was really good. Um, it was perfect. It was a nice little touch. Like, it's exactly what it should do. Like, the, the whole table spot. It was... We talk about moments that are going to be remembered, right? Logan Paul going through a table with his cell phone screaming, You're about to go viral. Like, it doesn't get any better than that. Like it was, it was perfect. It's like okay, this is this is cheesy as shit. It's stupid, but it worked because it just it harkens back to the moment of just like stupid wrestling tropes where you're like, okay, all right, this is good. I'm I'm okay with this. And then it did exactly that and went viral, it went which you would expect it to. Thirty forty million views on all plaf- over the platforms. It went viral. It was it's it's going to be remembered for a long time. And he did something that he did the Shane spot where with the dive off over off the top rope through the table. Where Shane would just do an elbow. He did a splash. The reason why people do elbow drops from the top of this, the um, turnbuckle to the, the announce table is in just in case you miss it, you can still stretch out your arm and hit it. That would make this spot even more impressive. He was able to get further enough, far enough to hit the, the, the splash and impact it without having to just hopefully make sure the arm drapes across them for the splat, on the, with the elbow drop. So that made it even more impressive. It did. Um, you had Jake Paul get involved. Where, where he got an entrance, and Solo got an entrance, which made him look like a badass star. I thought you made Solo, and out of all this, you're making Solo like the one thing Hunter has done since coming up and taking control is he made Solo Sokoa. Um, like he's been legit made as a legitimate upper mid card threat to people. He looks like a badass every time he just stands there and just does his thing. He, They're doing great things with Solo Sokoa. It's going very unnoticed, but he's he's going to be something for them based on how they're protecting and building him right now. He, I, he, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't get a spotlight and match at WrestleMania. If he doesn't, he doesn't, but I would. he's going to get one soon. He's going to be a heavy focus. I mean, could they even be building him as Roman's challenger? No, I no, I don't think he's going to be his challenger, but Solo and Gunther, that could be a real possibility for the Intercontinental title. No, not at many, just in general. It's like, could could the threat to Roman's title be from within? No, I don't, I don't think so, no. Why? It would cause a... Pe- it's a good story. It causes a people in the bloodline. Solo Sokoa takes Roman's title. Like, he gave a shot to Jimmy. He gave one to Jay. Why not give one to Solo? And Solo upsets him. I, like, I, Im- I, imagine that. It, it would be something I just don't... I don't see it. Could be a thing. If it happens, you heard it here first. But yeah, like, Solo looked, like, just badass as hell. Marching to the ring. 
And you had, like, everybody down there trying to help Roman, trying to help Logan. Like, you had Jake Paul involved. Like, the whole thing was just, yeah, you had, you basically made Solo. Yeah. In this match. That's what you did. Like, you know, Jake is a one-off. The, the users are already made. Roman's already made. Logan's already made. So it's like you made Solo Sokoa. You gave him a moment. And you're setting him up to be, like you said, a driving force in WWE. And at some point he could be, he could take Roman's place. A few years down the line, when if Roman decides to leave, yeah, don't disagree. But this match was entertaining. It was fun. I liked it. I thought it was a great way to close the show. No surprise to anybody. They did not burn the world down. Very sad. Um, Money in the Bank did not play a factor in this at all. Um, you have your reigning, defending Uwu champion retain, and Roman Reigns moves on to his next challenger. As we said about halfway through the match, um, Logan Paul did injure his knee and he is out for an undetermined amount of time which is fine because he's an attraction you don't want him wrestling every week he's someone that you bring in for those big special moments like this you have him do his thing and then he goes off and does something else so um it's fine hopefully he can be back in time and for rumble but i don't think anybody's really sure uh yeah i hopefully hopefully he's back for the rumble i i will see on that one though god internet yeah I hope he's back for the Rumble, because that would be a cool spot to have him in there. Hell, I, I give me a Pat McAfee and Logan Paul showdown. Give me a tag team of those two. That'd be fun, too. But yeah, it, 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 it'll it be good. It'll be really good. And if he's not back for Rumble, that's fine. He can he can be back for Mania. He can be back for Mania and what have you. Oh, God. Okay, I, before we go, because I just saw it on Twitter. Elon, is, Elon you, you got to figure out your check marks. Just please figure it out, because <laughs> people are getting bit by just thinking they're arguing with somebody and it's not the right person. It's figure out your check marks. Uh, that's all I gotta say. Figure out your your uh, check marks. <laughs> and that's, that's the that's the best way I can handle it. Anyway. I think that does it for us. What do you think? Hold on. Oh, it got deleted. Oh, good. He he realized his mistake. What was it? I'll show you. Hold on. Okay. Anyway, anyway. Um. Yeah, can we just say in general, the Twitter is becoming a flaming dumpster fire, and it's just it's just bad. Oh my God, no, <laughs> no. Oh dear. Oh, that's so unfortunate. Yeah. 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 Figure out your check marks. Figure out Twitter and don't make your people come in for a five day, 40 hour work week. Like, just don't do that to people. It's just rude because you're not going to have anybody that wants to work for you. Anyway, yes, with that, we're done. So you got us to plug, so plug away. Saturday night, midnight dish, another edition of CB Radio. Fortnite with friends? I don't know. Me and Lindsay got to figure it out. But there will be Seabrino, midnight-ish. Wait, 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 is Brent not here? Yeah. Where the fuck is Brent? We'll talk about it. Anyway, Seabrino, midnight-ish. Seabrino.com, greatthegreatthemate.com. We've got an interesting one for you this week, so tune in for that. Sunday night, if they feel like talking wrestling, it'll be Russell Talk Radio at 10 p.m. Eastern. Monday night's the Raw Post Show, 11 p.m. Eastern. We're going to call it 80-20 we're doing it, but I'm going to warn you, there may be a 20% where we don't. I don't know. We'll figure that out come Monday. Um, no, no, we're talking about for Saturday. It doesn't, doesn't matter. Anyway, Raw Post Show, Monday night's 11 p.m. Eastern. We'll be back next Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern for news, notes, SmackDown, and more. It's a rack, 10 p.m. Eastern. It's rack radio show on all social media platforms. Or wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Just search The Rock Radio Show. It's at Wild Talk Radio on Twitter. It's Facebook.com slash Wild Talk Radio Network. If you have that Amazon Prime link to your Twitch account, it's called Prime Gaming. Support the channel by clicking the purple rectangular button below the screen. You can use Creator Code Rock Attack or... Linz M. Ward. In the Honai Item Shop or Epic Game Store. Why? Because we are hashtag Epic Partners. You can follow me on most of the social medias at Lensward, L-N-S-W-R-D. You can check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Lensward, same as the Twitter, where we will be streaming Genshin Impact. It's fun stuff. We are in 3.3, and we are on the way to 3.4. Or, no, we're in 3.2. We're on the way to 3.3. I don't know why I think it's 3.3. 
I don't know why, but we were in 3.2 on our way to 3.3, and then I've heard Alpha Hate Them comes out 3.4. Yay! Anyway, but follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Ward. You can also check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at symbol lensward, or go to lensward.rockradioshow.com, or just look for lensward on the YouTubes. It is your choice. Speaking of YouTube, check out youtube.com slash mbg1211. Our good friend Matt, he's over there. Check out his content because it's amazing and we love him and he's a very, very good friend of the show. So go do the thing. So for Rock, I'm Lindsay Ward. You've been listening to The Rock right here on MalltalkRadio.com and we will be back next week. Till then, bye.